The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. There was a scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? He said in reply, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. He replied to him, You have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. They stripped and beat him and went off leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road, but when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil and wine over his wounds, and bandaged them. Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn, and cared for him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction, Take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on my way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? He answered the one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. The Gospel of the Lord. A poor, lonely lady lived next door to an atheist, but she was a strong Christian. Every morning, the old lady walked out into her porch saying, Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. And each morning, the atheist on the other side shouted back, Be quiet. There is no God. But one morning, the atheist heard the old woman on the porch She was down on her luck, penniless. She prayed for God's help. She asked God to send her some food. Late that night, the atheist went to the grocery. He put the bags of groceries on the old lady's porch. The next morning, he heard her shouting, Praise the Lord! 
you answered my prayers. The atheist ran out, Ha! I am the one who put the groceries there, not your God. But the woman only replied, Thank you, Lord. Not only did you send me food, but you made the devil pay for it. We connect heaven with serving others. Our eternal reward is linked to the concept of service. When we think about heaven, consider how we treated other people on earth. The lawyer says to Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? The answer comes back, love God, love your neighbor as yourself. Then the gospel says the man wanted to justify himself. He wanted to present a list to our Lord with all the good things he had done during his lifetime. One day, while St. Peter was on guard duty at the pearly gates, some fellow just strolled on in. His name was not on the admit list, so St. Peter yelled, Hey, wait a minute. You can't just walk in here. In fact, your record shows you never, (coughs) excuse me, You never went to church. You were selfish. You were not faithful to your wife and family. What makes you think you merit eternal happiness? Well, said the man, once I did go into a church, when they passed the collection basket, I put in a $5 bill. St. Peter reached into his pocket, handed him a five, and then said, Here's your money back. Take it and go you nowhere. We cannot earn our eternal reward. Christ won our salvation on the cross. But we have to follow his lead. So entering heaven is linked to serving others. God calls us to be neighbors. God expects us to look out for others. The Lord intends for us to help others, whoever they might turn out to be. And so the idea is not so much we get to choose the neighbor, thinking, well, yeah, this is a sort of person I really want to help. Some I would, but this one's okay. No, that's not the way it goes. A lawyer asks our Lord the question, just who is my neighbor? He comes back with the form of a lengthy story, a story about a person becoming a neighbor just because someone needed one right on the spot. So our Lord does not explain how you choose your neighbor. It's more like the neighbor choosing you. Both characters in the story are world apart on beliefs. They might as well be an Irish Catholic and an Islamic radical. If they'd met on the street, they would have not spoken to one another. But just because the robbery victim needs help, he needs a friend, a neighbor, right now. The stranger drops everything to become, on the spot, a neighbor. Christ tells the parable to challenge us to do the same. Become a neighbor. He calls us not to question, who is my neighbor? God expects us to be a neighbor 
whenever a neighbor is needed. Satiety today is more divided than ever. One group won't even speak to the other group. People who claim to want dialogue or consensus won't even talk to the other side, much less listen. If somebody believes differently, we shut them out. Our Lord, in the Good Samaritan parable, suggests a radical situation. You know, the Samaritans were Jews who intermarried, often worshipped false gods. The pure-blooded Jews despised Samaritans. They refused to even walk through Samaritan neighborhoods if they could get around it. And now here's this Samaritan spending time and money to help a Jewish man. Or even more astounding, a Jewish man even allowing himself to be cared for by a Samaritan, even touched by a Samaritan. Most Jews would have rather been left for dead. When somebody, anybody is in need, barriers should crumble. In the case of a stranger, in the case of an enemy. But too often, we circle our Christian wagons. We pray for the unborn, respect for life. But we also need to pray for those who oppose the right to life. We rail against phony Catholic politicians, but we need to storm heaven for their conversion. We offer prayers for victims of violent shootings, yet also pray for the poor deranged shooter. Pray for the parents, the families, so crushed by this family member's inexcusable crimes. The door to our hearts and our prayers should not read members only. Well, the atheist neighbor and the old Christian neighbor were obviously very different from one another, yet they were neighbors, and not because they happened to live in houses next door to one another. The poor lady needed some food, and even though her neighbor thought she was bothersome, even crazy, he helped her out. And the lady, even though she thought the next man next door was Satan himself, she accepted his help. When we see someone, anyone in need, help if we can. If someone we don't particularly care for offers to help us, let them do it. Even if, even if we have a devil of a time making ourselves do it. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus.